0: volume11music.com on the phone here michael from sunflower dead how you doing dude what's up dude good to talk man yeah definitely last time we talked to you you played a little showcase here in vegas at vinyl uh for the radio uh rock radio contraband uh showcase and uh great reviews i mean people loved you guys
1: yeah we're real appreciative and humbled about that you know with um Vegas was super fun, and to be around all those amazing people in radio and the press and whatnot was awesome, so awesome weekend all together.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um, con- uh, first of all, another thing, congratulations on all the tours that you got coming up, man. It's like it was like everything just boom. Here you go. Go out on the road now.
1: Yeah, you know, it was, it was a, a very calculated risk that we took when we put the record out digitally in uh, August, I mean in October on our own and decided not to tour, not to do anything, just go to radio, just do press, and to take our time and to wait and wait and wait, and of course we were anxious because we wanted to play, and we did a couple shows this year, but then all of a sudden it was like, boom, here comes all the touring, and we'll be, we'll be we got four months solid right now, and there's the fall's being booked up as we speak, so it's, it's It was a good risk that
0: we took. Yeah, I mean, you guys are are on the road with Hell Yeah and Escape the Fate, Mm -hmm. which are going to be playing here in Vegas, so I hope to catch up with you here. Then, you think that's a good good tour? Me, personally, I'm just so conflicted. Your Honor, uh, you're also opening up for Avatar, which is a band not very many people are still up on. Those guys Mm -hmm. absolutely kill it live. I mean, they are a great band. awesome. Yeah, and then you guys are going out on the road with uh, opening up for In This Moment, uh, and Hell Yeah, and uh, I think who else? Uh, uh, Shaman's Harvest is on that bill also. It's just like
1: man, yep. we're we're lucky, man. All the, all of a sudden, we literally all the tours all came in literally within like three days of each other. Wow. It was like boom, 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 and then another one, and then boom. And we still have more to announce because. I think because the In This Moment tour is two legs. The first leg is in like it's June through July halfway, and then and then it picks up again in August. So I think in between the two legs, we're gonna announce another tour. At least that's what I'm being told. So we're gonna be busy, busy.
0: Yeah, um, I gotta. I'm asking you a couple of questions aside from the tour, real quick. I, I, I was talking with uh, my my uh, website partner, and we have this ongoing discussion on albums that have had. Not the biggest impact on us, but still have the same... We get the still the same feeling now than we did when we first heard it. Like, for me, it was the very first Rage Against the Machine album.
1: What, right. What
0: right. album still has that same effect on you now that it did when you initially heard it?
1: Um, definitely the first Corn album, no doubt. I mean, that's just one of those standalone records. Uh, definitely the, the first GNR, Appetite for Destruction. Uh-huh. And... Um, Probably any of the first five Metallica records.
0: Wow, first five—that's bold. Even that's uh, what's—that's uh, even including the Black Album, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I love the Black Album. I did it when I was a kid, but then I grew to love it, and still though, I remember putting it in and and being. Even though I was like all about death metal and thrash metal at the time, I still was like moved by that record. Even though I didn't want to admit that I liked it, but I still can when I hear it. It still feels like wow, it's 1991, and I'm like, what is going on here?
0: Yeah, speaking of 91, um, what are your thoughts on the whole GNR thing?
1: Um, I'm a little, little conflicted because I'm stoked on one end that you know Slash and Axle uh, are finally going to play together because I think their chemistry is unbelievable, as we all know. Um, and of course, Duff is there, but he's already played with Axel, you know, so that's all cool. But at the same time, I'm like, man, it's like, is it a glorified cover band again? Is it not? I watched all the video from the show at the Troubadour. It rocked. I mean, the band was phenomenal. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I just, I'm like, you know, I mean, when you see the original something, which I did twice when I was a kid. Yeah, I did too. You just, you know, you just kind of you kind of want that thing but then again you know to see iPhones flash together is pretty damn exciting so you got you know i guess it is what it is
0: yeah and i and i don't blame like if like if the the younger generation wants to go out see them, by all means please go check them out i saw them open for sure. for, i saw them for, open for Alice Cooper like in the late 80s so and wow. i remember when they were just uh, that I mean that they were raw cover band just Exactly what people saw them. I think even more so in live. Then, um, so I'm I'm kind of conflicted also about that whole thing. The, the show did, did look like it was really good. I just I didn't see the yeah. chemistry between Axel and Slash like they used to, like they once were. And of course, that's probably never going to happen again. But
1: no, nah, no, nah. yeah. Um, no, nah, I mean I I noticed that too. That that kind of like were they comfortable or not together up there you know it's a little a little weird but it sounded good
0: yeah definitely um, what is the biggest misconception about being a musician in this in this age of type of industry you know like it's hard to sell albums and stuff like that
1: I think the biggest misconception is that if you're in the public eye if you're getting press if you're on the radio if you're doing big tours is that you're making a lot of money and it's, um, it's, it's like that myth of the sex, drugs, and rock and roll thing. Because I, I think, honestly, even bands that are, are pulling in enough money to support everything aren't making that kind of huge money. There's very few bands, especially in rock and metal, that are, you know, like, really pulling the dough in. So I think that's the biggest misconception, is that there's only so much of that money from that pool to go around. So just because you're out there, you know... Just because you're in the ballpark of what certain bands are doing doesn't mean that you're pulling in that kind of money. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, I say that because I've had emails from people, from fans that have said, like, oh, well, you know, you're rich and you're famous and you're on a, a big record label. And I'm like, well, none of the above. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: speaking of sex and drugs and rock and roll, Recently, uh, there's been issues again with with Wes Gantlin, man, and the singer from Puddle of Mutt, and I just want to get your personal take on it. Do you think it's the responsibility of the management slash record label to take care of their investments, to take care of the people who, you know, who are on the road, and, and do you think it's also kind of a responsibility of the bandmates to kind of, you know, keep this, uh, like, you know, unfortunately, Scott Weiland, you know, and, and now Wes Scantlin. I mean, do you see, do you think that it's, it's a responsibility that they should uh, carry?
1: Uh, That's a very difficult question because the problem with addiction is it's a very, and I'm assuming with Wes Scantlin it is an addiction problem. It's a smaller video I've watched. It seems like it's an addiction issue, but it's a very personal issue when it's addiction. And at the end of the day, only you, the person who suffers from the addiction, can make the decision to, you know, get the help you need. But I don't know because, yeah, you would like to see the people that work for them and the people that care about them, you know, pull the guy off the road, stop this train wreck that's happening. But at the same time, you can't make someone do what they're not ready to do. So it's a hard line to walk, I think, you know? Yeah. You know, what do you do? You know, what, you, you could you could tell the guy you're not – what, are you going to put put him in jail? I mean, what are you going to do to stop the guy from doing what he wants to do, you know, until he's ready? I, I don't know. It's a very difficult thing. you just got to hope that before the, the train goes completely off the rails that he, um, he, he gets the help he needs because he's a really talented guy, and it's a shame – See every week another thing, another thing happen, and yeah, it's like,
0: all right, when is it gonna stop? You know, so, um,
1: when's it gonna stop?
0: Yeah, yeah, so, uh, Dave, and also, um, not also, but David Jermaine, uh, or Draymond, I don't know mm-hmm. how, he, how do you pronounce his name, Draymond or Jermaine? I believe it's Draymond, <laughs> that's what I thought. Well, maybe it is. He, uh, he came out and apologized for, uh, making the comments to the, uh, I don't know if you heard this story or not, this chick in Dallas. Was uh texting her daughter supposedly, and and he called Mm her out in front of the whole audience. She got embarrassed, she went to the newspaper, blah 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 blah. And now he comes out and apologizing. Do you uh, is that kind of uh, the pussification of America (laughs) of of the route that we're going? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what do you think?
1: No, you know, in in that case, I I don't feel it is, And, and only because, like, you know. I mean, I understand what he was doing up there because he's done it before. He's called people out for kind of like being, looking like they're bored. That's kind of his shtick. I don't know if he's, you know, seen a lot of video. He's done that before. But I think in that case, it was weird. It was like two prongs. On one side, I think he was right in the sense that people are so sucked into their phones and their social media that they're forgetting to live their life. On the other side, he had no clue obviously what was going on with that girl and her daughter and all that stuff. So you just never know. The way I look at it, though, so probably, if somebody paid their money to see you, they pretty much can do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Whether they want to fall asleep or whatever they want to do, they paid their money. So, at the end of the day, it's, it's their choice. You know, I get the whole thing, but I do think it's an important thing with everyone being so locked into their social media and their phones all the time. It's like, put them down for a little bit, maybe a little bit. Enjoy life. Enjoy the air.
0: Yeah. Um, i got to ask you real quick. Uh, is there any new developments on the graphic novel or still something that you can't speak about?
1: Uh, there's no new developments as far as like me announcing who it's with because there's a couple agreements still to be signed. But, you know, as soon as they're signed, we're going to get to work. And I'm actually hoping to start work on it before I leave for tour um, in, a, in a couple weeks. So hopefully we'll get a writing session or two under our belts. But, um, you know, that's the type of thing when it happens. It will happen quickly. It won't take us long. It's not like we're starting from scratch. The story's written. We're literally just kind of filling in the blanks and, and then we'll have it uh, drawn out and you know, then we get the business end of it so it can be distributed and that get that done and it'll go. So I'm hoping probably to have an announcement within the next month on who it's with, but that's not really up to me at this point. You yeah.
0: Know? And uh, one last thing, or uh, one last thing uh, thoughts on Batman versus Superman? Have
1: you seen it yet? I do. I haven't even seen it, man. I just I, I wanted to see it and then as I watched the previews, I was like, huh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be good. And then the reviews are bad. And I was like, well, you know, I'm so busy. I'm like, I will eventually watch it, but I'm like, ah. Uh, and the people that I that I know that should love it were like, "Yeah, it's not as bad as they say, but it's not. Um, it's not what you wanted to be, and I'm like, I don't want to watch another. I, I didn't. I haven't liked the last couple of Supermans and 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 stuff. And I'm like, I don't. I don't. I don't really want to be disappointed again. You
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of Superman or, or Batman, really. I mean, it, it's it, they're cool, mm. but I'm not like a super fan. And I thought the story was great. Right. I went into it with an open mind. And I just right. went with it, you know, and that's probably the, the the key to do it. And if you know some of the storylines in the comic books, and they took little bits and pieces from different storylines, from a lot of different storylines. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, when right. you get a chance, let me know what you think, and uh, and uh, we'll chat it up. Also, and uh, also, th- it's time to get weird. All over the radio, all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, song featuring Jonathan Davis. Um, the album. Uh, I mean, where can people buy the album?
1: You can get the album right now. I'll see it all the live shows will be at this summer and fall. You can get it on our website, sunflowerdead.com. And then, of course, you can get it digitally anywhere iTunes, Amazon, whatever digital realm you use, Spotify, you know, all that all that stuff that I don't use. You can get it there. It's available. And, um, you know, and, and I know it's selling because I keep seeing the, the download money coming in. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, people are buying it. So it's, it's, it's all good. You yes,
0: know? that's always a good thing when money comes in the mail. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Yeah right.
0: Oh, all yeah, right. All right man, well thanks a lot for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Congratulations again on, on everything and uh we'll be seeing you soon, uh, especially here in Vegas. We'll see you soon. Yeah, I'll see you uh show
1: in Vegas and hell yeah, that'll be a good time. All right man, we'll take it easy and uh thanks a lot. You got it. Good talking.